we are well into the 18th day of lockdown in South Africa in order to flatten the curve of the coronavirus outbreak. This first episode of Checking In looks at the impact of isolation, a happenstance prevalent in the times of social distancing. You yourself at this moment might be alone, or you might be with yours. This is me checking in on you. And beyond that, I, Kakhisomnisi, will be bringing you a carefully curated mixtape of stories across the globe. Stories that veer into how lockdowns and social distancing is affecting other folks such as yourself. In keeping with the culture of mixtapes, this offering is chopped and screwed with bare essentials. The bare minimum. Our first episode is about journaling during the first two weeks of lockdown. Think of a dear diary format. The first diary entry is filled by anthropologist and author Lebohang Masango. You might have heard her as the narrator to the cult hit radio show and cultural institution known as What is Wrong with Groovin. She might be heard saying the following. As the Defiance campaign gained momentum, our cultural workers would also make their mark in the world stage to showcase the beauty of our art and our talents. Next to her studies, Lebohang is a devout freelancing writer, hopping from one interesting project to the next. Meaning, she does a lot of her work remotely from the comfort of her home. So one would think that there hasn't been much change in her routine since lockdown began. Except, there has been. And that blip in the matrix is referred to as the lure of the screen. She journals. So what's been interesting about this lockdown and the kinds of ways that my craft has changed or adapted to the current circumstances is, you know, my techniques have really pretty much stayed the same. Wake up, put on my internet blockers on my phone, on my uh, laptop and write. However, I've noticed that without the constant interference of, you know, travel, traffic, getting to the gym, meetings, lunches, socializing in general, um, I actually spend a lot more time on my screen. And I was incredibly frustrated by this and I was taking strain because, you know, if I'm not on my phone, then I'm watching television or I'm working on the laptop without much of a break between. So I've had to become more intentional with creating those breaks. I pulled out my 1000 piece puzzle and for me that's a part of my creativity. With the virus having changed the way we internet, our behaviors have shifted starkly as we've been pushed more and more to our devices for work, play, and connecting. And it is on these devices that updates and a roll call of trending topics will generally polarize people. For instance, one tweet reads, I repeat, alcohol should be banned permanently. Who's with me? Then a reply to that tweet by another. Just stay sober and let adults make adult choices. Humans have been consuming alcohol since before making fire, and most are doing just fine. Do you, boo? Hashtag no to nanny state. Along that line of polarization, the anthropologist journals again. 
yes it seems kind of draconian that people can't go where they want to go and do what they want to do but what this pandemic what it's doing across the world and how rapidly it's moving among people uh, the societies and other places lets us know that you have to seriously rise to the occasion if you want to make it through to the other side and we've seen tragedies um, like Italy for instance and you know we absolutely don't want to follow in those footsteps so I definitely understand the need for these kinds of impositions. Well into the second week of lockdown, President of the Land Cyril Ramaphosa announces that two more weeks will be added on top of the already scheduled 21 days. During this time, there is complete saturation. Anyone and everyone regarding themselves an influencer or a celebrity is vying to give their two cents of wisdom about what is currently going on. Through this, monotony sets and ultimately boredom catches up with even the most industrious of minds. So it's been week two of lockdown and I haven't been as productive as I would like. <laughs> I've started re-watching um, an old series that I used to love and I have a 1000 piece puzzle and those are the two things that I willingly give myself to. I've got other work to do, real legitimate work to do, but for instance, I haven't been able to respond to my emails and in trying to think about why that is, I guess it's hard for me to currently work as if everything is normal and it's hard for me to, in my mind, try to commit to particular deadlines or commit to particular kinds of work when um, it's been so challenging to even try and like you know our days are very repetitive currently and it's hard so it's confirmed the single-minded focus on the virus has crowded out the broad curiosity that comes with social activity this brings about what we call cabin fever, a phenomenon that sandbags anyone whose vocation is to look, feel, smell, and touch the buzz of daily life in order to record and analyze it. Basically, storytellers. I guess there's something about not receiving any kind of exterior stimulus in the way that I'm used to, which is driving places, being somewhat social, um, it's taking its toll on me because because everything is so monotonously repetitive and routine. This period will not only make your mind wander, but also compel you to navigate your world by using new tools of communication. Essentially, force you to be a techie, like it or not. This is precisely what music journalist and cultural maven Helen Herimbi has had to navigate. She's had to learn new skills. Skills that we more often than not take less seriously. This is Helen's journal in the first seven days of lockdown. 
what the hell is a Zoom? <laughs> that was basically my first reaction um, when I heard of this video conferencing app. Um, but now, seven days into the lockdown, I use it almost every day. Um, so now I know what a Zoom is. I am a music journalist um, and I have a live interview series called Imbali Live um, that happens in Johannesburg every first Saturday of the month. So obviously during this lockdown, um, I've had to put that on hold because we're practicing social distancing. In the first seven days of lockdown, I was actually approached to host a daily web series called The Watch. It's essentially a talk show where I speak to people from various walks of life um, and we just collectively try and lift people's spirits um, by talking about various topics that affect all of us. It's been a huge learning curve for me because initially I have obviously worked in various um, platforms. I am a writer. I am a podcaster. I work with audio, with video, all sorts of things. But I hadn't actually um, been tasked with recording video for myself on my computer. I know how to do that on my Sony, but doing that on a laptop has been a little bit challenging. I've had to learn that and learn how to use video recording apps to practice my craft. And as time trickles on by, we adapt to our situation. And the same technology which we initially found to be troublesome starts becoming more tenable. Next to that is the capacity to think more deeply about matters that are of the existential kind. 14 days in, Helen Harimbi's journal reveals this. I think in my quiet times during this 14 days i've been thinking a lot about what happens to black women music journalists after their mid-30s um, because even before we were in a pandemic it always seems that those women are discarded by the very public that they've served for years and their subjects go on to actually have longevity in their careers but it seems like the black women music journalists in particular disappear so where do they go and maybe you know it's a few years for me to be in my mid-30s but maybe that's going to be my turn pretty soon i don't know who knows but on the bright side you know um i've been looking to the nest space which is a black woman owned zero waste grocer and yoga studio in johannesburg um, and they've been basically holding virtual uh, yoga classes as well as moon gatherings and in those gatherings they basically walk us through some astrological changes and that has helped me to see oh okay this is probably why i'm feeling this way this is probably why this is happening and they do that on ig live on instagram live and it's all donation based their practices have been helpful anything in this lockdown that has been donation based has been helpful because um, people are watching their pockets and they're very nervous about what the future holds financially. But as long as you can give what you can, I think that's important. In an unprecedented time, such as the current where we all find ourselves under strict lockdown because of a life-threatening bug, 
we assess, we learn new tricks, we obsess, if we're lucky, maybe even try to remedy procrastinations. Whilst you are on that trial to write, create, make peace, or thinking about the future, I'll be sure to check in on you. This podcast wouldn't be a real mixtape if I didn't thank the community of open source beat makers. In this instance, Kabbalistic Village and Chet Crouch. I brought the rhymes and they the beats. I am Kahisom Nisi. This has been Checking In. On the next episode of Checking In, we connect with Parisians Camille Diao and Christophe Payet to talk about social inequities prevalent during COVID-19. So everyone was like partying like the last night and it took, on, it took maybe two, three, four days after the, the official lockdown to, for people to realize that they really should stay home. To respect it, yeah. And uh, now the streets are really empty, but in the beginning, not so, not so much empty.